Hello everybody, so it is currently 10.49 p.m. right now and it is August 27th and before I forget, there's petitions and link of most of my podcast episodes and let's just get started. So seeing this episode, you might be slightly confused because I am doing a back to school series, but I think I have decided that I'm probably going to um, either alternate every week with the back to school episodes. So for example, it's like the first episode comes out Um, the back to school series and then like the next week i do a podcast episode not related to school and the next one is school and then not school and the next school um until i finish the series so i don't know maybe i'll even do like two episodes a week maybe i'll do two or maybe i'll even do one episode every two weeks i don't know so you know this the back to school series is just going to be kind of like sporadic episodes um like randomly just put on if that makes sense like um yeah I'm basically just going to randomly sometimes uh post uh school podcast episodes um yeah so or like the school series one because I do have a couple more um episodes that I want to do of that and I don't know if anything I said for the last 30 seconds made sense but I'm not re-recording that so yeah but I wanted to to do a podcast episode about anxiety because This past week, I have had some of the most severe anxiety I've had in a while, and for a couple reasons. So I had to do um, a presentation for two of my classes, but one class I was more nervous about than the other. I had a lot of quizzes, um, and mostly I was just nervous to present. So... I'll kind of just give the backstory of this presentation. So when I present, um, I am, you know, like a mildly nervous person and it like depends the class. You know, some classes are more intimidating to me and some classes are less intimidating. Some classes, honestly, like I can truly say I would have no problem presenting and then certain other classes, the environment is a little bit more like hostile and so it's like a more it's it's harder to present basically in and I've always been kind of off and on with like how I feel about presentations like my opinions are kind of like um what's the word like almost ambiguous like undefined kind of where um you know some presentations I like cannot make eye contact and you know I'm shaking and I literally cannot speak and other ones that I'm super confident in and I think that the reason this specific presentation I had to do was so nerve-wracking besides the fact that this class was so intimidating was that I have not presented and probably two years plus because of COVID um in front of a class and so there was just like a lot of anxiety of from that and Um, I love how this is still somehow related to school, but this is not part of the school series. Actually, no, it's not. This is more just like generalized anxiety um, or like social anxiety. This is not related to school. School is just my example because you can present anywhere. And um, I was very nervous leading up to this presentation. I was nervous for a good week in advance. And I there was a sign-up list when you wanted to present. And, you know, I put my name down at the beginning because I was like I need to um present and get this over with because I 
don't want to be panicking for months straight because um I think people that have anxiety of like any sort and not I'm not talking about anxiousness or nervousness but anxiety know that like when some something is on your mind it's very hard for you to not think about that when it's it seems like it's an impossible event to accomplish and that's what that's a lot of what anxiety does you know it um almost like tricks your brain to think like this isn't physically possible like I can't physically do this and when I was even walking to the class to present because it was right after lunch um parts of me were like I want to turn around and just walk back home like I physically cannot walk to my class and present like that's um kind of what my mind was going through but like more in my head it wasn't even this is kind of like contradicting to what I just said it wasn't like I physically couldn't do it but my mind was almost like leaning towards that way like okay um I oh my god that was scary (laughs) okay that's a little jump scare to wake y'all up um but um it's not that like I physically couldn't do it but like mentally I was leaning towards like uh like like it was like slightly physically I can't do it but like my mental power was stronger to where I could, yes, still walk to my class. Because sometimes I feel like um, anxiety is, like, so um, excessive almost. And it's, like, there's, like, such big amounts of anxiety that, like, physically there are certain things I can and can't do. And I feel like that's kind of with everybody that has anxiety. And, um, yeah, so I walked to the classroom. And um, I, you know, I was like, okay, the next time I'm going down these stairs, I will have presented, right? Like... That that has what I was thinking of going like that's what I was thinking about all day, you know. I once I left my room for school, the next time I'm back here I'm done presenting. And part of me almost I don't think I've ever had the severe thing of like, I don't know if I can really do this. Like I don't know why I was um thinking like I was like, Can I do this or like will I literally die? Like I don't know. I don't know what my body was thinking because I was like in like class like what if I have um literally just a breakdown like a full-on breakdown I freeze up and I literally like cannot speak um or I start crying or like I just run out of the classroom like what if that happens because the thing is is like as dramatic as that may seem um for some people like and I'm one of those people it's really hard to present and it's hard to put yourself out there and um you know I was diagnosed with social anxiety and I have had generalized anxiety since I was eight years old and so I definitely get it and um it's hard to differentiate the difference between nervousness and anxiousness because anxiety is thrown around so much and it's almost like the same thing with um, a bunch of other mental disorders like I know people throw around like, oh, I'm bipolar because you have mood swings. And it's like, no, um, what people aren't understanding is it's like when you say you have anxiety, anxiety entails a lot of things, right? And just same with bipolar disorder, right? Like if I were to use bipolar disorder as an example, if you have like one piece of like the puzzle of a hundred pieces, you don't have that disorder. It's just that you might have a component of it. And like, everybody has components of certain mental disorders it doesn't mean you have that mental disorder because it's like okay um let's say depression you're tired just because you're tired that's one component of so many other symptoms 
it doesn't mean you automatically have the mental disorder. And that's the same with anxiety. I think people assume, okay, I'm nervous for, um, like, I'm nervous. Okay, I'm, I'm, I automatically have anxiety. And it's like, no, everybody's nervous at some point in their life, right? And um, majority of people, too, um, do have anxiety, but, like, not everybody has it. And that's just also the truth. And it's also, like, the levels, right? And um, it's it's a little bit easier to go around life when you kind of realize how nervous everybody is, though. And, you know, maybe in high school, I honestly think that the anxiety levels are, like, possibly a little bit lower for some people. Um, because, and also very high for some other people. Because it's, like, when you're in high school, there's, like, the anx- the more anxious kids that are more likely to be um, alone and not surrounded by people. And I'm not saying all the time, but more likely to be surrounded, to not be surrounded by people. Uh, or more, yeah, more likely to not be surrounded by people. And maybe they take, you know, like really hard courses or they're really nervous about tests and they're really nervous about their grades. Um, those kids are more often than not the ones to be anxious and the ones that it seems like they don't care about their grades. They're just like always with groups of friends and stuff. And then I think when you're a little bit older and you get into that like work field, it's kind of almost like um, people mask a lot of themselves versus high school because, you know, that's dependent on your money and your income and how you're going to financially support yourself. And so it's probably like a little bit harder to tell the stereotypes of people in work, that's what I'd assume than high school. Um, and, you know, I, when I first started this podcast, there was so much anxiety over it. And I thought all the time, okay, I'm talking too much about myself. I'm doing this, I'm doing this. And the more I talk um, and make podcast episodes, I actually realized what helps me helps other people and that's such a common thing to or that's that thing makes it's like a very easy like simplistic topic that's like okay why is that not already grasped on um or like why haven't you grasped onto it by now but it's always like those simple notions I feel like that are um really I don't know those I think when you have simple ideas you can kind of take it um 20 different ways because if something's like very specific and detailed there's only like a couple of ways to take it but when you get like those simple phrases that are vague um you can interpret it a bunch of different ways and so yeah um I had a bunch of these thoughts and I was like oh all my podcast episodes are this you know I talk too much about myself and then I realized when other people talk about their struggles even if it's like their entire podcast I admire that so much and it calms me down so much um and yesterday I was literally looking up people's stories because it's it's so easy to think that you're alone in this because even if everybody says that they experience it it's not like you have videos of it it's not like you have podcast episodes of it and somebody's saying, oh, everybody experiences it, until you physically see it, it doesn't really help because you can't always like imagine the person and the specific struggle or thing that they're dealing with. And 
that makes them nervous. And so, yeah, when people make specific um, podcast episodes or specific videos about things that made them super nervous and how they overcame it, um, it gives me hope and it honestly relieves some of my anxiety. And so I kind of wanted to do the same thing with this because I didn't think I would get through my presentation today. I didn't think I I would get through my quizzes today. Um, I didn't think I would get through work today. And I'm physically still here. Um, and I'm mentally still here. I'm, you know, my body has not shut down. I didn't have a heart attack. And things that we truly think are impossible, they're not impossible. And um, I think public speaking is like one of the biggest fears like I of most people and most people I know um they all have their like little niche fears where it's like you know there could be like a hundred other fears like oh I don't want people to leave me or oh when people do this it makes me like when I'm not in control um it gives me fear when I'm in control it gives me fear and like those a hundred other things but I feel like one of the most popular fears are public speaking and um you know public speaking is scary it's like you're putting um you know all your hard work out for everybody to see and it's not just a teacher seeing it it's everybody and worse than that is you're seeing their live reaction because um what you're saying you're seeing all the reactions to your project and I will say after I did it um it was honestly so worth it because a little part of me no actually like a big part of me half of my thinking was I am so excited for today because I'm going to get past my fears and that is the most rewarding thing because it is so easy to stay in your comfort zone it is so rewarding to get out of your comfort zone and staying in your comfort zone can become just like a trap and um, like a way of living and it shouldn't be because it's a really depressing way of living because you know I was watching this TED talk yesterday and it said your life does not start um, until you start taking risks or like your life starts the moment you begin taking risks or something like that or the moment you start um, I don't know you guys should look up that TED talk um, yeah and I, I couldn't agree more because it's like we see the norm of living as not going against our fears, but it's that's just really sad because a lot of people, they just want perfection and humans are just not perfect. And, you know, the thought process when I was presenting, like at first when I was super panicky, um, I realized that something I, the things that I wanted were just not reachable they were unreachable and that's part of the reason um keyword part of the reason why it made me even more nervous because I realized I cannot um guarantee myself that I will amazingly present this and not stutter and not be out of breath right I cannot guarantee that but I can guarantee myself that I can at least get through some of the presentation and even if not, I can guarantee myself that I'm that I tried, right? Because that's the goal. And the goal is not for me or anybody to go up and present and be the best presenter and do, um, you know, amazing things when presenting. You know, asking everybody questions and being becoming a teacher, an amazing teacher. Um, that's not realistic. What's realistic is saying 
okay, well, I tried, right? Because it's like, your body will will hopefully adjust, right? Let's say, like, for the first day of school, you know, when you were in preschool and um, you cried when you got dropped off, you know, I know, um, actually, I'll, I'll pull an example. When I was in, like, sixth grade, um, going on the bus, or fifth grade, going on the bus scared me so much. It was like the older kids were on there, and it just got, it gave me so much anxiety. I could not go on the bus until I had repeatedly seen, um, the bus and the kids on it, and then, um, after times of crying and going back and forth, I was exposed, um, to the area, right? I was exposed to my surroundings and I knew I was coming and so I could do it and I couldn't get on the bus the first try but after being exposed I could finally do it and I achieved something right because I got through a fear and that is um the same thing when like public speaking or presenting it's so unrealistic to go from a like oh I've never done it to just be somehow experienced because public speaking in itself is a skill and yes people are watching so it does um it does make it a lot scarier but it's like i swear you got this right um anybody that's listening to this if you've been panicking for a week straight for anything it could be test anxieties um presentation anxiety work anxiety people anxiety um 20,000 different types of anxiety um, you, you know, you're not alone. I can't give you specific examples for everything because I don't experience every single type of anxiety. That's impossible. But, um, I can just give you kind of my general common fears that I think are in common, but they're truly common. I forget how common they are. And, um, it really was so rewarding though. And, you know, Honestly, turning fear into excitement is great. You know, having half fear and half excitement is amazing because it's like, I'm excited to be scared, right? Because if I, um, if I can get through this fear, um, the reward at the end is like this amazing thing of dopamine, like, oh, I did it or I, I have did it. And maybe not even initially, right? Because like when I first finished my history presentation, I was, I was like, I look so stupid, I blah, 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 for like 15 minutes, and then I was like, Nicole, I got through it, like, I, I did it, so why does it matter, right, no, you know, of course nobody cares, um, as we know, like, that's just a common thing, but, um, I did it, and I got through it, like, I didn't even, I, it wasn't even that bad, you know, maybe it wasn't as good as I expected, but like, I still got through it. And, um, when I went into my next class to present, also, it wasn't too bad, but also that wasn't as intimidating of a class. And, um, yeah, you know, anxiety sucks, but it's also so rewarding. And I feel like a lot of people can neglect that anxiety is also a rewarding thing at the end. Because it's like, imagine if you were just never nervous and you could do everything, right? Um, there would be like amazing aspects of that because you wouldn't be as weighed down but also some terrible aspects of that would be it almost like you're never accomplishing anything because you can't get out of your comfort zone because 
everything. There's nothing out of your comfort zone. You know what I mean? I don't know if that made sense. I'm definitely getting tired because I got back from work. So let's talk about work because work is also scary. I'm 15 years old. I'm a junior in high school and I am a host um, at a restaurant. Um, That is something that also provokes a lot of anxiety for me. You know, working, having to deal with people, possibly getting upset at me. um, Not the best feeling. And it's not like I even live in a city where people are screaming at me and punching me in the face. Um, People are just aggressively being angry at me and complaining. And that in itself is also a very scary thing, you know? And um, there's a lot of odds and ends, I feel like. There's a lot of odds and ends with anxiety. And it it doesn't make sense. Like, it's irrational. And... When it's irrational, throw, try to throw in some rationality into it. Try to actually, um, when you're really anxious at least, like logically try to change your thinking. And also what I would say is one of the, like I should probably go through like the top three best tips. Um, number one, listening to people's, exp- own, like listening to other people's experiences. And then number two is, when you're super anxious, get up and start moving and doing things. Do not just sit in your bed um, and do everything that you regularly do and live your life as if you don't have anxiety, as if you didn't have anxiety, um, unless there's like a panic attack or something, that's fair. Um, when you're just, when you're having a lot of anxiety, like let's say you wake up and you're panicking, do not stay in bed. That's the worst thing you can do. Go on with your day and then... I don't know why, but it just works. It works, and um, you're not just, like, focusing on that anxiety, and it's, like, your body almost, like, realizes, like, you're still alive. I don't know. I don't know. It just makes sense. So that's... And then my third tip is um, just quotes, like, reminding yourself of quotes and, like, ways of thinking, because people neglect that there are different ways of thinking, and I don't understand why people think that there's only like one way of thinking when it's like dude not are not only are there like tons of different ways of thinking but even when thinking about um like there's simple different ways of thinking that can mean the same okay I'm not even gonna try to phrase that because it's 11 12 and I'm so tired but essentially what I'm trying to say is that um when you're like with the people that have anxiety or have like certain mental disorders you have to somewhat change your way of thinking like you cannot keep your way of thinking and just expect um it whatever is going on to be solved you have to somewhat alter your way of thinking so whatever that is that you need to do to alter your way of thinking um do it right and it could be like 20 different things because it depends on the person right you could literally write down a list of things that you think you could work on to help your way of thinking. And if that makes you nervous and don't do that, um, find other ways, right? Maybe listen to quotes, listen to inspirational, I don't know, listen to optimistic things, listen to whatever you need to listen to. Maybe you're too optimistic, listen to pessimistic things. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just those are, yeah, those are my tips. And yeah, I hope you guys like this podcast episode. Um, very real I mean, I talk about my feelings like 24-7. And yeah, thanks for listening to this podcast episode. Um, If you like this podcast episode, you should definitely check out some of my other ones. And I hope you have a good day, good morning, or good night.